What up, everybody? This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 38. How you guys doing out there? I know it's been a little bit since the last episode. Um, I've just been enjoying the summer and family time and uh, been pretty busy. Uh, So I've been holding off on putting out a new episode for a little bit. I apologize for that, but I did say last time it's going to be a little sporadic over the next month or so, uh, just because it's the summer and this is a time that I spend a lot of time with my family and friends and I want to take advantage of that. And as you guys all know, there's been a little bit of a swell coming in, um, especially with uh, Fabio. And I've been surfing a lot and taking advantage of that. And uh, been all over the place, did some Topanga sessions, did some, you know, down south sessions in Orange County, uh, logging, bonzering, the whole thing. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Topanga's been fun. Uh, I've stayed clear of Malibu because I knew how crazy it was going to be. But, you know, seeing all the footage that I've seen, it looked unbelievable. And I'm stoked on everybody that scored out there. Hope you guys have been scoring out there. Hope you guys have been catching some waves, enjoying the the sun. Uh, I know it's been a little hot, but uh, the the other side of it is that we've been able to surf without wetsuits, which is really nice. And I, uh, it's kind of my favorite thing to do. I will honestly take warm water with subpar waves than better waves with cold water any day. It's just me. There's something about it that if you could just sit out there with shorts and like a vest or even a t-shirt, it just makes experience so much better. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com, as well as the full episode description on your iTunes player for track listings, uh, links to things we're talking about, links pertaining to people we're talking with. And who are we talking with? This week we're talking with uh, Tatsua Takei, who's a surfer and photographer who I've been a huge fan of his work for the last couple of years. I think he captures the kind of surfing I'm into perfectly. Uh, and we'll go into that with the interview. Uh, we also have some short takes. Uh, first short take has to do with a cover that two issues ago of Mr. Toots with Surfer's Journal. It's a little article about that. The second short take I have is a clip that just went up on Instagram from Andrea Coleman featuring Joel Tudor, Tosh Tudor, Tommy Coleman, Jared Mel, and Sean Tully having fun at Malibu during this Fabio swell. And the last short take I have to do has to do with uh, a clip of Jared Mel during the Relic, who a lot of people were saying should have won. Just saying, that's what I've been hearing. Um, and this clip, I think, can justify that. But enough of me talking. This episode, I'm going to keep it all old school. Just like Tatsuo likes to, I think it's a nod to how he shoots and does his art with old style cameras and, and keeping a lot of that old spirit into it. This week's episode is going to be all 80s, maybe a little touch of early 90s tracks uh, in the golden era hip hop and ending it with some of my favorite reggae tunes. Uh, So stay tuned, check out the tracks, and I'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace! The kiss of 
of death on a rap pick And you get a slap quick, so guard your chapstick In other words, protect and hold your own It only takes one punch to get the head blown Fists are fury, suckers get weary Cause the cane got more spice than fury I am the flavor, down on paper And nothing can save ya, catching the vapors Rhymes that'll sting your face like a quick jab And I'm rubbing them in just like fix ab Captivating, dominating, elevating, illustrating, fascinating Motivating, elevating, terminating, mutilating Rhymes that worth the weight in gold, bold Never sold to a bitter, they gleam and glitter You're a bitter like kitty litter As for damage, don't tell me what another do Cause I quote that I'm R-A-W So make room, the fighters are doomed Try to consume and make your own tomb A grave of a casket, a get a tasket Your rhymes out of basket, boy you get your ass kicked For fronting like you're hitting hard When your arms are too short, the box will guard Cause I come for too much I dress and bless any mic that I clutch And for a rapper to challenge my freestyle He must be senile And that's why meanwhile back at the ranch The growth of the Asiatic chosen one is expanded with the new brand So many slept on the nonchalant mat Now wake up sucker this is Mortal Kombat So full of shit, they need X-lax Stop ripping, your mind is drifting Prepare yourself, cause I get swift in Captivate the crowd that you can't understand In times I gotta say to myself God damn, as I get hot And still be getting warmer And I don't have beef with no other performer Keep to myself, never bother another But if a rapper tries to diss, I crush the motherfucker Fronting them seeds that be trying to rip Need to save it don't even play with me when I react like a volcano erupting. I step to you and say, now what's up then? Every word of it just like surgery. Cutting you open so rush to emergency. Or either bow to your knees and bend low. Or get played like a game of Nintendo. J-O-K-E-S ain't my style. I ain't a child, that's why I don't smile. I combine a line, design the bond behind the mind. So the bond the other battles resign. As I go on from night to morn. Beginning to end from knowledge to born. Whenever rappers are looking for a static, looks like a job for King Asiatic. N E send me competitors. Then again, it might just be better to just slow down. You don't wanna throw down, I get busy, get you dizzy like a merry-go-round. Feel the wrath of a big daddy war rhyme and competition prepare for wartime. Be alert for where I drop the bomb at, as I destroy you in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Control the whole patrol, unfold the mole, it's throwing black gold. So let it be said, let it be read, cause I lead ahead. The other two rhymes are old as pro kids. Trying to diss the big daddy repertoire. Moi? You study screaming out an antique segment rope. As I just play them like a pregnant roach and stomp them. For trying to forbidden, your rhymes ain't hitting. Boy, you won't be getting none of but in front of. Cause every one of my adversaries lack your little son of obituary column. I'll read your name if you ever try to step to the big daddy cane. So any claiming or aiming to be champion against me, can't be one. I rank supreme and this'll baffle's dream. Your scheme and theme for my technique but redeem. 
Cause there's only room for one teacher Wise words from a wise man of reach ya. I teach freedom, justice, and equality Peace to the brothers and sisters that follow me Pity boys and minds of the people are ours Slaves for mental death and power That's the reason before I drop this bomb I say peace to the nation of Islam Make it safe, 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 make it safe Daddy, I don't want none This is my version of the Nobel Peace Prize That's why I'm coming out my face like this As far as negativity, you never get this If it wasn't for you, nobody would know That's why this is some for the radio Thank you. 
of just the beginning of hip-hop on the radio and it's never ending story and fighting just to get the right and have our respect on a station that's exciting in about two years i will be a superstar be able to buy anything i want even a car because if it wasn't for you nobody would know that's why this is some for the radio you know i just like to say it like this
controls America. Ganja business controls America. KRS one come to start some hysteria. Illegal business controls America. One afternoon around 11 o'clock, it was freezing cold. He was standing on the block selling Chiba. They look like they know me. They drove away, but he didn't stay. He jumped in the cab and he paid his tab. But guess who he saw when he hit the block? It was the same cop car, the same two cops. They jumped out quick. They pulled the gun. They said, don't try to fight and don't try to run. Cooperate and we will be your friend. Non-cooperation will be your end. He jumped in the car and while they rode, they ran down the list of things he owed. They said, you owe us some money. You owe us some product. You could be right in the river tied up. He thought for a second and he said, what is this? You want me to pay you to stay in business? They said, that's right, or you go to prison. Because nobody out there is really going to listen to a hood. So he said, good, I'll pay you off for the whole neighborhood. Because cocaine business controls America. Ganja business controls America. KRS-One comes to start some hysteria.
welcome back to the Bodega Board Crew Podcast, Volume 38. Hope you guys have been digging the tracks. Uh, you know I had to throw in some Big Daddy Kane in there, some Beastie Boys. Even though that's not one of their most popular tracks or one of their best tracks, it's still kind of one of my favorite ones that puts a little smile on my face uh, whenever I hear it. Uh, just because it's the it's that early ridiculousness that's the Beastie Boys, but you could still hear the genius uh, of them rhyming and uh, what they were producing in their music. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast volume 38 make sure to check us out on instagram at bodega border crew make sure to check out our page bodega border crew.podbean.com as well as a full episode description on your itunes player for track listings links to things that we're talking about links pertaining to people we're talking with and who are we talking with this week it's tatsuo takei tatsuo is a photographer that's been shooting uh, surfing here and primarily in Southern California and, and film as well uh, last 20 years, uh, mostly covering the single fin longboard scene, shooting people like Joel Tudor, Tyler Warren, Devin Howard, Cassia Medor, all the people that we love to watch and, and interact with. He came over and we sat down and we talked about his life in America and working here and doing his thing, as well as the new book that he has out called Authentic Wave. That's the la- It's basically a book of the last 20 years of his uh, surf photography and film work. So without further ado, here's Tatsuo and I'll check in with you guys in a bit. So where were you born and where did you grow up? I was born and grew up in Osaka, Japan, mm-hmm. 1972. Okay. And how did you first get into um, the surf culture out there? Uh, when I was 17, uh-huh. I rented a movie, uh-huh. Big Wednesday. Okay. VHS. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I was living in Osaka, uh-huh. so there's no beaches. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So I just read you know, rented movie, see a couple times, and then, oh, that's just really cool, you know, uh-huh. just especially the morning, yeah, uh, Marabu scene, you know, they yeah, yeah. nose writing, whatever they do, yeah, yeah, oh, that's really cool, but that's it, you know, yeah, nothing connects me to doing that because mm-hmm. I was still a sophomore, mm-hmm. a high school student, so no driver's license at all, okay, but I kept on and on, I don't want to go surfing mm-hmm. sometimes. So. Yeah. So when was the first time that you actually like like went to the beach? beach. And, like, uh, right after I got a driver's license. Okay. <laughs> and uh, but I, I ha- still have no idea. So I just uh, pick up some local surfing magazines in Japan, uh-huh. and uh, I picked the nearest guy who's just doing like you know the little odds, yeah, uh, surf club membership or something. Okay. And I call them, and they're probably their mid forties or something. So um, they took me to beach, and they just you know told me how to surf that's uh-huh. that was I was 19 actually. and were you hooked right away hooked right away yeah, yeah. that was fun <laughs> uh, what beach was that at it's called uh, it's in the Mie prefecture it's called Konohama uh-huh. it's a big beach break uh-huh. and uh, it took us like probably three and a half hour to get just the driving oh part. wow that's very gnarly yeah 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 that's now it's getting shorter but uh, it's, it's a very hard to get there uh-huh. but, you know but it's fun beach break at all so. oh nice mm-hmm. now you did you at the time were you into photography as well or uh, not really okay but uh, since I said uh, I saw the movie so I believe that was my kind of surfing uh-huh. but I wasn't sure that I was shortboarding yeah three years uh-huh. and then after I found out oh this is shortboarding that's not the longboarding yeah and uh, that makes me a little bit upset <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, it's funny because uh, I always hang out the older guys, not the my age. But uh-huh. those people started saying, "Hey, longboarding kind of happening again in California. Why don't you check it out?" Oh, cool! So they're kind of encouraging me to, you know, just check out the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, they told me I got kind of weird, weird style, like uh-huh. a little bit, you know, yeah. stands up and then not using my hands and stuff. Yeah. So okay. so it makes sense for longboarding. Yeah. For more. yeah, yeah. So that's I took the chance. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the same way, so I totally understand. Like, I, I from skateboarding, like, I'm very vertical. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't bend my knees that much <laughs> and stuff. So, like, longboarding just makes more sense to me. Like, I look weird on a shortboard, but, like, <laughs> still do it from time to time. Um, what year did you come over to the United States the first time? Actually, before I started surfing, I was an exchange student for the summer. Okay. So, that was at 1989. Just okay. Just four weeks. Staying in Arizona. Uh, just staying for house family. Uh, outside of Phoenix called Sound City. Okay. And back again. And then after surf, after I started surfing, I came up here 93 summer. Okay. In Santa Barbara. Okay. No waves in summer. No, no. There's, <laughs> no it's at all. It's, there's nothing going it's on. It's very flat, but uh, uh, I got a chance to surf in Ventura. Oh, yeah. There's and, some stuff. Happening. Yeah. And then Marabu, just uh-huh. one day. And uh-huh. then, wow, that's it. That's it. You were psyched. Yeah. And who, who did you surf? Like, was there anyone that showed you around or... I just made a friend, local friend, took that's, me over. So that's, oh, that's awesome. That's a very, yeah, very uh-huh. unusual, but I'm very stoked uh-huh. to be. And, th- and that was like 93, you were saying? 93, summertime. So um, what was the Malibu scene like then in terms of longboarding? Uh, maybe uh, still people riding uh, Trifin setup longboarding. Like high pro. High pro. But also I saw a few guys riding original Shikti's board. Oh. So that's very interesting. And then, wow, they're hung, hanging five, you know, that yeah. board. And that really um, stopped me. And then, uh, yeah, that's kind of the same theme that I've been kind of uh, looking for, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing a big Wednesday, also the end of summer. Yeah, yeah. Please. So all that stuff. I mean, that's interesting, though. I, I imagine in like 93, to your point, that you saw a lot of people riding real 1960s boards. A lot of people weren't making these kind of boards now, right. at that time. Not like now. Like now everyone's making retro style boards of all kinds. Um, so that must have been interesting. Um, were you shooting photos at the time or? Almost, but uh, not starting yet. Just uh, shooting disposal camera. Okay. And then shooting just a snap and this and that. Uh-huh. But uh, I really like to, you know, uh, more like to know about the exposures and timing and mm-hmm. all the focusing and stuff but not starting yet okay like i come back again okay so one so you went back to japan and what were you doing in japan uh so i was almost finished my university uh-huh so uh i kind of i could have job right after the graduation but uh, no 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 i have to finish <laughs> one more time come back here california and start longboarding that's my final plan so i told my parents and <laughs> Could you wait one more year? <laughs> <laughs> How did they feel about that? Pretty, um, pretty sketch. I mean, they're not happy about what I'm doing. But okay, one one year that makes sense. So yeah. they said okay, and then I, I got a two job. Um, probably a prop works for a restaurant in uh-huh. nighttime, and then during the day I forgot a bunch of different stuff, and then uh, I'm pretty sure I made enough money to come back here. Okay. For one year. Uh huh. Oh, so you saved up enough money so that like if you stayed here for a year, you wouldn't have to wor- worry about work. Anything. Oh, yeah. that's smart. Yeah. yeah that's so I found a school down in San Diego. Okay. And uh, that's my first uh, first plan, just staying one year doing longboarding. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I'm supposed to be back in here, but I changed my <laughs> plan, obviously. He never went back. <laughs> Who did you, when you went down to San Diego, where did you, what town were you in? 
It's uh, I'm staying in North County, basically. Carlsbad, okay. uh, that's okay. my, my original plan. And then going to school in San Marcos, probably okay. 10 minutes inland. Yeah, okay, I know what it mm-hmm. is. Okay. Yeah. And who were some of the first people that you met when you were came to San Diego? Actually, second day at the beach in Tamarack, I met Leroy Granis. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Actually, yeah. And uh, first day, I couldn't even just say hi. I couldn't even say <laughs> yeah, hi because yeah. I know who he was. Uh-huh. So second day, I saw him again. So I did something a little bit more. Uh, I took initiative. I parked my car right next to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when he got out of the water, I tried to introduce myself. And uh-huh. then, uh, hi, my name is Tatsuon. You know, I'm from Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have a chance, can I can I take your can I take your uh, pictures if you have time something like uh-huh. that? And uh, he said, Yeah, I have time in the afternoon. Why don't you come? Oh wow! So I I visited him afternoon that oh. afternoon. <laughs> oh my god! So that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. And uh, he showed me around his house and introduced me his wife Kate. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since we kind of uh, keep uh, our uh, friendship. Oh wow! Very yeah. So, so was he like a big person in like like helping you with your photography and stuff? Uh, basically, more than photography, like more than like a being um, person. I mean, like more than technical. general, yeah, general. Yeah. So I can ask his technical stuff, but uh, he always telling me, uh, be a good man uh-huh. as a be a photographer. I mean, like the very oh, wow. good uh, person. That, that's actually a really good piece of advice. Yeah, and keep your nighttime job. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that kind of very basic stuff yeah but, but that's uh, good mm-hmm. and so um, what kind of um, equipment were you shooting on when you were when you came back that time so I uh, I found old Nikon F uh-huh. from 1965 uh-huh. with 50mm lens that's my first camera uh-huh. and uh, I was sure that uh, that camera everybody used that camera in the back in the 60s so that you wanted that aesthetic? Yeah, okay. just to start. Yeah. And uh, I took photography 101 class in my community college. Uh-huh. So by the time I'm done class, I know how to shoot. Mm-hmm. Just the basic stuff. Bracketing, f-stops, like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah making proof sheets and then mm-hmm. go to the dark room again yeah. and, and one of the prints and stuff. So I like to take more uh, chances. Actually, I started looking for the uh, beach lenses. Oh, too. okay. And then also we're looking for a waterproof camera uh-huh. called Nikonos. Uh-huh. Was that something that like people were using back in the day to shoot? Is that what it was? Yeah. So you you like you that aesthetic was kind of like melted into your brain in a way that like look. Yeah, and uh-huh. then also I know Ron Stoner did same thing, mm-hmm. same I used same lens and uh, waterproof camera back in the sixties. So uh-huh. I tried to do exact the same thing, uh-huh. and then uh, I'd like to see how it goes. Uh-huh. In the water, but until I I met Joe Tudor, uh-huh. in a summer, uh, probably ninety seven Labor's Day, and uh-huh. I was sure that oh this guy has a style, and uh-huh. then so ninety seven you started shooting pictures of Joel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Was it just pictures or film too? Uh, pictures. Pictures. Uh-huh. Um, and who were some of the other people you were shooting? Shooting most of them like uh, a local underground. Mm-hmm. Um, probably 40 years or 50 years old uh, old dudes from because Rome. no one was really that was the thing 97. yeah that was the thing so only few younger people uh, down San Diego and in the middle of the LA uh-huh. and a little bit of San Clemente uh-huh. area probably Santa Cruz a little bit that's it okay so. and were you, when you were shooting these photos were you shooting them were you getting them published or was it just no uh, until uh, 2000 uh-huh. 
um, Gene Cooper yeah. of Cooperfish. Yeah. He he picked my pictures and then I think he put a new uh, website uh -huh. four or five pictures. So uh, that makes me very stoked. But other than that, no one picks up my pic uh, photograph. Interesting. Well, the th the thing that I've always loved about your photography for me, like the style of your photography matches the style of the surfing, like. Because like you could see a lot of like newer like if you see someone like a, a really nice shot of someone like hanging ten, shot with digital equipment nowadays like it doesn't look like it's a match, like it doesn't look like a match. And for me, whenever I see your photography, and what attracted me in the first place was that like, it matches a hundred percent. Like I could see a picture that was shot like two weeks ago of Joel that you shot, but it's perfect. Like it's per it look it's exactly his like the the, the film grain the angle the exposure the whole thing matches exactly what he's doing which I think is like really interesting um, and I, I think it's it's hard to achieve that I think with a lot of like surf photography because you could get the right surfer the right equipment the right angle the right wave but if you don't shoot it with the equipment that makes sense to what they're doing it looks weird yeah you know like it looks a little weird it's almost, I come at it too from like I grew up skateboarding so skateboarding videos now they're being shot on this like really expensive digital equipment like red cameras and all this stuff and I'm like this doesn't look <laughs> right like this doesn't look like you're supposed to shoot this as gritty as the environment they're mm -hmm. skating because it doesn't match up like I watched something last night and I was like all excited to watch it I was like oh let me see this on Thrasher this looks cool and I was sitting here with my wife and I was like this doesn't make sense like I can't even watch this wow. like, it's too crisp I, I don't know what's there's too much going on I see too much like I you know kind of thing so I, I think aesthetically it's an interesting thing you've hit on and people like yourself and Thomas like Thomas mm -hmm. is really good in his films that he does that you know so I think it's interesting now when you when you were shooting all this stuff in 97 and then in the 2000s when you saw the popularity of longboarding and traditional style surfing coming back was there more of a demand for your work uh, not really okay so um, that's the things I always like. Wow, nobody understands this. Yeah. You know, especially shooting with old old lens, old camera, mm -hmm. and black and white. Those are three things people never welcome. Yeah. So um, either I have to change. Mm -hmm. Why do I have to shoot color? Yeah, yeah. I do, but uh, most of them um, don't get it. Didn't get it. Yeah. See, that's so weird for me because I see black and white. I mean, look, you don't want everything in black and white photography. Don't get me wrong. But I always feel like black and white photography, especially in something that you're catching a still moment of something that goes really by really fast. Black and white photography has always been this thing, almost like music. Like, like music when you're listening to it, the lyrics aren't necessarily written about you, but you in your mind imprint memories from your past that relate to those lyrics, right? So with black and white photography, you're filling in the color and emotion. That's what right. I always felt like me. Right. So like you're looking at a still shot of surfing in uh -huh. black and white, like yours. And you're seeing a little spray in your mind you're like oh i think the spray goes this way because of my experience and like the sun goes down and he's going to turn this way <laughs> but if it was a color crisp shop you're like you filled in every blank for me i have no you've done everything for right me. i don't i mean that's my opinion that's how i always look at it um what was the first um like editorial exposure that you had with your photography that someone picked up uh probably like two years or three years before okay. surfer journal uh, they did my issue, so that was like 2013. Okay. So that was like a few years ago. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's been a while. Uh -huh. I've been I've been very underground. Yeah. But uh, much like the surfing was. Yeah. So like wow, you know, that, 
people uh, started changing, see how, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, I'm pretty surprised. So Are you surprised at the, at the response? Yeah, because, really? oh, yeah. So now they're kind of ready to see or ready to uh -huh. hear what I'm, you know, yeah. to share or oh. anything. So, uh, yeah. And then uh, even Surfer Journal, because oh. I brought my portfolio yeah. for almost like 15 years ago. And it seems like they're, uh, they told me, hey, hey, kid, you know, I know you're serious, <laughs> but uh, why don't you shoot 10 more years or 15 more years and uh -huh. come back and show us much more variety of photography uh -huh. stuff, which I did actually. But, but uh, that's almost like a good thing. It makes you yeah. work harder and kind of expand your stuff. Yeah, so I'm very stuck in what they told me to do, and then I, which I did. Uh -huh. But same thing, you know, shooting single pane longboarding uh -huh. for the last 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Now, would you, when did you start shooting film, like video, like, like film stuff? Uh, you mean motion pictures? Motion pictures, sorry. Uh, right after 2000. Okay. 2001 so uh, I'm also interested in shooting motion picture uh -huh. 60 millimeters so uh, I call one gentleman called Bob Brown uh -huh. and uh, I visited him his house up in uh, Costa Mesa and uh, he told me what to do how to shoot uh-huh and who were this and now you're shooting basically the same people you shooting photos of mm -hmm. and the, the first film thing you put together is that that authentic wave clip yeah and so what was the idea like was that something you just had a bunch of footage you put it together mm -hmm. uh, actually that was like my experimental uh, testing my borax uh -huh. and borax lens uh -huh. so that's why uh, I shot a bunch of my friends uh -huh. the same thing right? single pane longboarding uh -huh. that's the same authentic wave yeah and uh, yeah I just started shooting one roll of film for probably one year uh -huh. because it's very expensive yeah yeah it's not like the film itself is expensive developing is expensive it can go bad easily it's yeah it's just too much <laughs> so it makes me cry all the time but uh, uh you know the 16 millimeter is a different deal so i i took it very seriously i called joe a couple of times mm -hmm. i think i shot him uh trussels shortboarding yeah very rare yeah and then twin pin joe and back in the days and then uh, oceanside la jolla area mm -hmm. And then you wasn't is Alex in it too? Alex, yeah, that's a part two. So uh, okay. my life is kind of up and down. So okay. uh, uh, I stopped shooting for a while and then come back again. That's the timing I shot Alex in, in the day. Back in two thousand twelve or something. Okay, um, you did that Tyler War movie, What Dream? How did that come about? Well, uh, I've been friends of Tyler for many years. Uh -huh. I met him when he was 14 years old. Oh, wow. Very, so yeah, very, very piglish, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Skinny kid. And then um, after around 2009, um, I have to help my friends who are doing a uh, closing line called Yellow Rat. Okay, so you're helping him out. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tyler was one of model. Oh, he was? Yeah, for the okay. year So uh, we hooked up again, say hi, and then after that, we kind of started connecting every once in a while. Uh-huh. And um, I think one year I stopped by in Tyler because I shot 16mm um, that year and then just trying to show him, hey, I got the good footage. And then uh, he was very surprised and then happy. Very, uh, you know, black and white. Oh, so you already were shooting the footage, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, in the... At that time, he couldn't finish his own movie called Tyler One Experiment and stuff. Oh, so he was trying to do it himself? Mm -hmm. But okay. it didn't work. Okay. So uh, he asked me to do new stuff. And oh, okay. That's how we, uh, how we started the 
wet dream. Uh-huh. And how long did it take you to make wet dream? Uh, one year. One year. Uh-huh. Because he's surfing like everything in that. Everything there. Yeah. yeah. I, and so did who who paid for it? Billabong paid for it? Who paid for it? Tider. Tyler, he paid for it out of yeah. his pocket. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like like it was online for like two weeks. I remember, and I saw it, and I sent someone a link to it, and they're like, they're like, oh, this like you can't even get it anymore. And so, what was the idea? Just that he wanted to just get it out there. Yeah, just a uh, little bit of California, uh-huh. and then uh, we shot four Super Eight film this time mm-hmm. here. Came out really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we shot Church, and then Middles. Okay, and Camp. you shot all of that was in California. In California first, uh-huh. and then two black and white and two colors. Both. Yeah. Both photos sounds really crazy good. Uh-huh. Slow-mo, most regular motions, mm-hmm. and then Tyler really likes it. So, okay, we're going to shoot more. And then uh, we went to Hawaii uh-huh. next next year. Okay. And that's how we started it. Uh, where did you shoot on the North Shore mostly? North Shore mostly. We stay in Joel's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So you guys were surfing like Sunset, Sunset V-Land. V-Land, a lot. And then uh, Off the Wall. Yeah. And Camis, and then all the Lani's. Lonnie's has been the spot. Like, yeah. That's the only other spot I drive to. That's the only other one I go to because I love that spot. It's like one of my. I always tell people it's like, like last year for some reason it was like the best spot on on the North Shore. Like everybody was there. Yeah. Um, and he and the thing that I love about that movie besides your work in it and how it's edited and all that kind of stuff, I think it's really great too because like at the end of the film it shows you like all the boards he rides and it's something that I think is interesting for people to see. It's like hey, you can have this really expansive like surf life if you will mm-hmm. like you don't have to just surf one thing you can surf multiple things and in that mo- movie what's beautiful is he like he really shows it like you're like oh wow he surfs all these boards like really good and they're for different spots and all that kind of thing um w- he released that on dvd right like you guys yes it? okay and what was the reception to it like you mean like, like how did people respond to it well over here um you know, everybody knows Tyler Warren, yeah. so uh, I think he at least showed um, in the theater uh-huh. somewhere in Newport, uh-huh. and then uh, I did the Japan part, you know, so oh, I yeah. showed a couple of places, and uh-huh. then uh, did some uh, um, DVD release party, uh-huh. went, went well, you know. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I remember, like, I tried to get my hands on it, it was like, like I couldn't get it on DVD, like, I remember Mollusk had it, and then it was sold out, and I was like, okay. And then it randomly popped up on Vimeo, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, shit. And I, like, I think I watched it, like, ten times in a row, and I sent it to all my friends. I was like, yo, you got to see this. Like, this is, like, the best shit. Like, this is, like, what surfing's <laughs> about. This is how it should look. This is how it should sound. Like, this is the whole thing. And half of my friends who surf, like, aren't into, like, what I'm into, so they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, kind of thing. But I always found it really beautiful. Thank um, you. Did doing that project? Did you want to do more film projects after that? Mm-hmm. Because I been uh, at the time I already figured it out. I want to make a book about single fin surfing. Oh, okay. So that's kind of uh, almost halfway to finish you uh-huh. know, my uh, twenty year project. Okay. So um, Tyler's project helped me much more to get to know people. Uh huh. You know, and uh, it's kind of fun, but at the same time, just. Uh, make me feel like a little bit uh, we are losing our film culture so quickly you know yeah. we, uh, we're losing lots of options what we used to have uh-huh. you know used to have like three or four choices in the black and white film but now like one or two especially the motion picture part mm-hmm. so I want to finish it as soon as possible because you're scared that that's, that's yeah. Even yeah 
super eight, you know. I even heard like I forgot what it was. Maybe it was two years ago or something like. Like Fuji stopped making this like one thirty-five millimeter slide film, and my friend who's a photographer basically bought like a bunch Stock. of it and has in the fridge. Yeah. Like he's like like he has no food in this one fridge, <laughs> and he's like that's all he has. And I was like, oh my god, like this is crazy. Um, it's it's kind of sad because, I mean, again, it's there's a there's a there's a spirit and a soul that I think you get from both motion picture film and still film mm -hmm. that you'll never get from digital movies or digital shooting, shooting, whatever they want to call it. It just doesn't feel the same. Yeah. It's almost the same thing as people who like, you know, people always say like, oh yeah, you know, you could get an MP3 of a song versus vinyl. And I'm like, man, I don't know. There's just something about like when you listen to an album that was originally recorded all analog and went straight to vinyl, it just it sounds different like you can't you can't like you probably scientifically can't explain it but uh -huh. you listen to it and you're like yeah that yeah. sounds different you can feel it right you yeah can yeah tell. And i think it's i think it comes from like you know and this again goes back to like shooting film for surfing why it makes the most sense for me is that film sound travels in these waveforms mm -hmm. and if you digitize that waveform it's a, not a smooth wave it's like you know it's like dots right it's right. like it's like little steps uh -huh. and it's the same way i think with like like surfing we're on these really smooth waves there's smooth motion that's yeah. the nature of it so like when you start putting those dots in there that's splitting up that smooth motion i think that's what it is i know that's like a weird way to look at it but that's how i look at it like i'm always like that's the difference for me right like i'm like eh, like as much as i like the you know like i just made like a, a surf short um like with someone and like they shoot di you know digital and we're doing it for a budget it's like i have to do it but it's like when i look at it i'm like there's a part of it that i'm like it doesn't look right like there's something wrong kind of thing but, um so you were talking about this 20-year book project so mm -hmm. that's what became authentic wave yes so when did you decide that you wanted to do this book uh right after i uh so this is my life it's kind of started surfing shooting pictures and then a little bit of a have an issue with uh, uh, my status in staying in the United States uh -huh. so I left a couple of years okay and then I came back again so right after I came back again um, this is my second chance so uh -huh. I want to stick with it as much as I can okay so that's the timing I kind of came up uh -huh. uh, kind of figured it out uh -huh. what I want you know wanted to do in the future making books so right. that's the timing I kind of uh, you know kind of uh, put my mind to it you know, you're like this is my timeline this is what I have to get done right like like this is my deadline right and then okay. I trying to make it happen okay and so that's now the book is called authentic wave and you've it's all the stuff you've shot over the last 20, 20 years 20 years and so because you shot from 20 years ago there's probably a lot of people that nobody even knows about nobody <laughs> okay it's like you're talking about some of these like 40 50 year old like mm -hmm. underground guys yeah um, when now the book is out now when people see the book what do you think is the biggest thing that you've seen them be surprised by well people surprised like how Joel was young back then and Tyra Warren's young uh -huh. Robbie Kegel and all the kids they used to hang out you know uh -huh. on the beach yeah and I also uh, the longboard that we believe that was 60s but a little bit of ad you know uh -huh. but that's that's the things you know we we kind of stoke about what we're doing and uh -huh. then that's a single thing stuff uh -huh. lifestyle how you know and um 
we are very uh, small part of group of the surfers. Yeah. But kind of we try to help each other and, and you mm-hmm. know always connected to the underground. You mm-hmm. know, place to place, San yeah. Diego, LA, Santa Barbara. You know, all the places too. So uh, people are very surprised. Oh, those guys know each other. Yeah. Stuff like. Well, it's a small. It's it's a small world inside of a small world, right? Like surfing is already a small world, and then you take the people that are like into single fin traditional longboarding and that stuff that's a really small world Mm -hmm. like I tell everyone I mean I tell people on my podcast I think that's the thing that sort of um, attracted me to it in a lot of ways because it reminded me of the skateboarding culture I grew up on like when I grew up skateboarding in the like late 80s and early 90s in New York City there were only 20 of us wow there were 20 skateboarders yeah that's a really small world and I think that's what attracted me to this I'm like oh wow like you could go out and meet this one person that's you know everybody like it's kind of nuts yeah like, kinda, same thing yeah and it's it's really cool and I, I love that um, I love the fact that you chronicle it too because I think that's a, a, a thing that we lose a lot in these cultures is history right mm-hmm. and the best way to chronicle it is through photography or film right so seeing these kind of people from back then and I'm sure you have people in there like that no one's ever heard of that are like maybe no one like now has never heard of but someone like maybe 10-15 years ago was like oh yeah I knew that guy he used to surf there but now he doesn't even surf anymore he has an insurance business he gave up (laughs) surfing like whatever you hear this story all the time yeah like I hear people like you know that talk about um, some of the club surfers that used to be in the club contest and they're like oh yeah that person yeah he stopped surfing like blah 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 and I'll see video of them and I'm like that guy's like amazing why would you ever quit surfing like ever Um, so I think that's interesting and you're doing this like uh, book tour now right Mm -hmm. um is there anyone um, you've done Portland yeah Santa Barbara San Francisco San Francisco would you do San Francisco Mollusks tour yeah okay um, and so you have like a good relationship with those guys um, and then you're doing July 12th is uh, it? yeah in uh, Laguna at, at what place uh, Taria Surf Shop you're doing Italia uh-huh. and then you're doing Silver Lake Morask Mollusk 20 21st 21st uh-huh. okay um so you have the book now. It's, is it a big relief to have it like out? Yeah, of course, yes. Yeah, like, and I feel like I have uh, my own kids, you know? Uh-huh, so yeah, I yeah. Very much. Yeah. To it. And, uh, but also I have, I had so much uh, personal attachment, uh-huh. every single picture. So uh-huh. it's very hard for me to let go yeah. to first to make it my book. Yeah. But uh, I really trust my designers and everybody. It's a professional guy. So uh, I'm glad that I have now. Who, who designed it for you? Jeff Gaum. Uh-huh. He designed, actually he designed a book from the uh, Mark Andrini book. Oh, he, he did the, Mar- the Andrini book, mm-hmm. which is sick. Like, yeah. It's insane. See, that's the thing. Your, <laughs> your book and his book are, are like coming out at the right time. Like I tell everybody, I'm like, hey, if you have to buy presents for anybody <laughs> who surfs, get these two books and it's going to make them a better surfer like more than any video they'll ever see <laughs> like i'm like this is good um, and he's doing the little tour too yeah like, and I, we're I, kind of missing each other but uh, he was in portland when i back here oh really yeah so it's, oh, i try to you know meet him again but uh i almost went i almost went when it was like last saturday it's hard for me to like leave my family on saturdays because my wife works all the time and my daughter's in daycare so the only time <laughs> we have together is on the weekends and my wife's like you're not going on a Saturday like <laughs> an evening and I was like yeah I'm not going to go I'm not going to drive to Costa Mesa to like go see someone talk about a book I'm just going to buy the book um, your the, the book took a while it's, it's a big thing that you put out do you have anything that you wish would have happened with the book that didn't um, 
Not really. I、okay. mean, I used to think like, oh, somebody helped me out, you know,、mm. to go go through the because、uh, I got lots of struggle, you know, to、mm. keep shooting it. But now, you know, I feel like, oh, I'm glad that I had 20 years、uh-huh. because most of the people has only five years or 10 years, and that's it. You know,、right. even original photographers like 60s for 10 years. Yeah. But for me. My 20 years, all 60s, you know. I、yeah. think about 60s, last 20 years. So I'm、yeah. really lucky to have that kind of、mm-hmm. opportunity to shoot my way to do、right. that. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, well,、years. I mean, have, if you have an art project that you have no regrets <laughs> on, I'm, like, I'm actually impressed because I, never, I always have regrets about anything I do. <laughs>、um, so,、uh, do you have any、uh, film projects that you have that you want? Want to talk about that coming up? Yeah,、okay. uh, so I finished my book, so、uh-huh. that's Big Relief. But、uh-huh. the other side of my、uh, goal is to finish another authentic wave, which means like、uh, shoot 16 millimeter, finish、uh-huh. it. So、uh, I think I can finish it within a couple years. Okay. And I'd like to show people from the、uh, real projection, which means using real projector.、Oh. So I shot the negative, but I can make the print, which is goes to the real real. Yeah. And I want to show it to people. This is what surf movie used to. Yeah, when people used to go to this like auditorium, yeah. there was music, there was someone that talked over、uh-huh. it, and it just played. Yeah, so that's what I'm、oh, trying、wow. to do. So I、uh, excuse my French accent, but、uh, <laughs> you know, trying to make sense enough to tell them people the story or, you know. Oh, wow. So that's my goal.、Uh-huh. And、uh, I did that in Japan a couple of times. So、uh-huh. people really stoke about it. Oh, so yeah. you kind of t- mess around with it? Yeah, for the, my other、uh, two. Uh, first part of Authentic Waves.、Uh-huh. And,、uh, you know, so、uh, I put the cassette and the music, you know.、Uh-huh. And, okay, starts now. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Yeah. Is that what you did at Pilgrim? Mm hmm.、Uh, no, Pilgrim last year? No, that's the uh, other uh, stuff. That was just a photo show, that's right? A photo show. That was just a photo、uh-huh. show. So have you started shooting for this thing, or do you have just footage? I have all、uh, footage <laughs> from、okay. 15 years. So I like to sh- add a couple more people,、uh-huh. and then I like to do、uh, title. Which、uh. made by ham. Okay. Yeah, so. It's like、uh, old school style.、Uh-huh, old school style,、uh-huh. and then、uh, make some,、uh, you know, all the locations and all the people names.、Uh-huh. I like to do by hand.、Uh-huh. Stuff do you、like、have, so, you're going to do it yourself? Uh huh. Oh, that's cool. I、awesome. know how to do it. Oh, the, see, that's cool. So、yeah. you're going to do it from like, like. Old school, too. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I like the idea of like going to see like a projected movie. It's something that, like, you know, in this day and age with like Instagram, right? Like, and all this stuff, like, you see these Instagram web clips of someone surfing and you see it, and as sick or as beautiful the surfing is, it, you forget about it like for 15 minutes. Yeah, because, you know, that's called Instagram instantly.、Yeah. So you forgot instantly too. But、yeah. if you show it from the projector, projectors,、yeah. you know, you never forget it about it. No, you know? no. And、it、you hit- remember the smell of the room. What the air was like, and who was sitting next to you. No, the whole thing, it's the experience, right? Like, it's like versus being like your phone, right? You don't remember, like, when you look at an Instagram clip or a video clip, you don't remember what's going on around you. You didn't even, like, who was around you. But,、yeah. like, when you go and see a movie, yeah. Like, I went to go see, like,、um, that Bunker 77 movie.、Uh-huh. I went and saw that, like, somewhere. And oddly enough, like, there, there were people from the Chili Peppers that were sitting next <laughs> to me. And I was like, and I was like, I'll remember that for the rest of my life because I thought it was a trip. Like, I was sitting there and I was like, You know, if I was 14 years old, I would think this is the coolest thing ever, but this guy's like sitting next to me, like eating popcorn. This is kind of funny.、Um, so I think getting that experience back, and also the community, right? Like、yeah. getting all the people together. And then、uh, that's what we used to do. And then, you know, but, you know, we are almost losing it. I、mm-hmm. mean, you know, so that's when trying to、uh, bring back the, pass it on, new, new, 
new generations mm -hmm. or even our generations. Right. You know, hey, we, we used to do this, you know, and that's the best things I can do. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. Is there, um, is there anyone that you've never shot that you'd want to shoot? Um, Taito Hajikian uh -huh. for the motion picture. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Joel Tudor and Pipeline. You can, you, if you want to shoot, if you want to shoot Tyler, you can shoot him any Thursday. He's down here at El Porto surfing. I mean, how old I is he? he's always here, so you can shoot him whenever you want to. And uh, we talked about like, okay, how special motion picture because yeah. it's very expensive. So oh. he said like, okay, I don't want to waste your money. And yeah. Why don't we do this and now? But you know. He always stay in the same area, so I want yeah. to make him like, okay, I'm ready to shoot. <laughs> yeah, you just got to be like ready to go for it. What other um, things, uh, like aesthetic things and art forms that you think are fading do you do you enjoy? Like, you know, for instance, you're talking about like you want to say film and you want to Are there other things that interest you? Uh, just uh, just like this. We uh -huh. talk. Uh-huh. Or uh, also I, I like, I'd rather write the real letters, uh -huh. you know, send a postcard. Uh-huh. That kind of stuff. It takes time, uh -huh. but definitely uh, receive something that from someone, someone, or care about something. You mm -hmm. know, trying to tell something. You know, important. It's so, more special. Yeah. So I rather enjoy something like this. You know, uh -huh. um, we need some internet. You know, yeah. in the life. But this is I, I kind of mostly enjoy uh -huh. talking or going somebody surfing. But like you know. Uh -huh just everyday life is a little bit offering <laughs> no 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 it's, I mean it's interesting it's almost like these like they talk about like social media and technology right social they use that word in it but it's almost made us like less social less social yeah yeah less like you know there's no more of us like as basic as it sounds a fire that we sit around and we talk right like there's no more of that there's even like even having dinner together for instance like people have dinner by themselves and send photos of the food on Instagram versus like Let's get together and go to this place and eat this together, right? So that's what we also missing, you know, mm -hmm. sharing. Mm -hmm. But people are busy to sharing mm -hmm. the picture with the internet. Yeah. Sharing with someone at the front of you or next mm -hmm. next to you, you know. So that's kind of I'm kind of starting losing. Is that something that you always like thought of as like 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 as a child, or is that something? Yeah, that's a good question because I was always kind of uh, very. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of weird, boy. Uh -huh. <laughs> so very. Um, it's hard to be myself. Uh -huh. uh, express something, uh -huh. and uh, I was being almost karate kid. You know, when I was a kid, yeah. so I could barely train and uh -huh. not told what to do. You uh -huh. know? But uh, since I started surfing, I got different me going on. So. Uh -huh. And then it came up in the United States, so that's really kind of a relief to, uh -huh. to find out who I am. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's just uh, I need to talk or to express myself, uh -huh. but also I need to hear something from, you know, person at the front of me, next to me, you know. Okay. No, that makes a lot of sense. That's really interesting. I mean, you see it in your work. I mean, you're, you know, you talk about your work being like, you call it like authentic wave and stuff. <laughs> your work is like very authentic. I mean, that's like what makes it like, it's like you, it's your personality, what you're showing is like, like very authentic and stuff, which is really cool. Um, has the jet, now, do you go back and forth to Japan at all? Yes, I do. Okay. How is the Japanese surf scene, like, how are they into this kind of stuff? Are they into it? Uh, yeah, but not so um, not so many people. Uh, but the, so it's even smaller. Yeah, very small, but, uh, you know, there are um, people who only surf single fins, mm -hmm. you know, since the 80s. Uh-huh. 
or maybe before those people are very uh, into it uh -huh. and then also another groups like a younger generation like 30s or late 20s uh -huh. they're also very picking up all the boards you know uh -huh. so uh, I'm very glad that they kind of supportive uh -huh. about my book and then see how and also California is very very popular you know style oh, yeah. and surfers you know long well, well especially with this style I mean, with, <laughs> yeah yeah I mean you go into my house it's like it looks like a little surf shop yeah I can't uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it's funny because it's like I, I think that's the thing that's interesting because I, I've been seeing how I get so spoiled like living here and surfing here that I'm like oh this is just how it is like everywhere else you know kind of thing and then like I went to North Carolina and there were like only like three people on the whole like thing that like surf single fins and I'm like are you fucking kidding me they're like yeah and there's all surfers there's, there's like hundreds of surfers there and they're like yeah it's just us three kids like this is all we do and I'm like so it, it's nice to have that to put it in perspective because you know like it makes you understand how special this is mm -hmm. like sometimes you forget like when you have something you're like oh this is expected then when you go somewhere else and like you're saying Japan it's even smaller you're like wow this really this is a special subculture yeah yeah so um that's why people very uh, appreciate mm -hmm. the culture in here in California, especially, uh -huh. you know, and because they don't, they really, they don't have it, you know. Yeah. So they're trying to, you know, do, do the same thing, but it's pretty hard. Yeah, I, I could imagine. Uh, one, one question I always ask photographers is, who shoot like, uh, who shoot uh, surfing, how hard is it for you when you go to a spot? And the waves are really good, and you have to shoot, but you can't surf. <laughs> well, um, let's say um, ninety percent. <laughs> I'm commit. You know, yeah. I'm waiting for this day to shoot. Yeah. So I have no problem to uh -huh. you know out of water shooting those guys. But yeah. once they're not getting any waves, then I started like, okay, I like to surf. <laughs> yeah. Did you get to surf Malibu at all? Couple days. Yeah. Couple yeah. Days. I mean, it's been good. <laughs> it's funny. We're so dead. I mean, we've had like what. A year and a half where we haven't had like any really good waves. So anytime something like this comes, we're like kind of crazy about it. Because it's been, um, it's been good. I mean, yeah. you can, uh, I can show you later, but uh, uh, I keep the records. Yeah. How many rolls that I shot each year? Uh -huh. And sometimes it goes up and down. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. But uh, I always keep the records. Uh -huh. And then right after September through January, February, it's very con consistent swell. Oh, it has it's been. very good. Sunlight swells and surfing. So that's always coming back again and again. But like you said, like last couple of years, it's it's been very terrible. Oh God, it's been the Pacific has been a nightmare. Something going on. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> like I went to last year. I went to the North Shore for twenty one days, uh -huh. and I surfed three days. Wow. And I was pissed. What did you do? Like just uh, shaving, out. eating shaving ice cream? Yeah, basically poking <laughs> all day. Like, I mean, we had the kids, so we went around and right. stuff. And then like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Oh, I was like, we've done this already. My wife's like, well, you can't surf. <laughs> so, I mean, Joel came and left. Joel, he came. He, him and, him and uh, Sean Tully came. And they were there for like five days. And they were going to stay there for a couple of weeks or something. And I'm like, hey, do you guys want to go surfing tomorrow? Like, I think there might be a little window mm -hmm. open. And Joel's like, no, I'm leaving. I'm not coming back for like another two weeks. And he came the day I was leaving. And he's like, yeah, it looks a little better now. I was like, oh my God, it's so... Because like, like the problem was, it was either really small and like just not... It wasn't lining up good. It was like a weird shape. Or it was really big. 
like way over my like I like to say way over my pay grade uh-huh. like like 20 foot faces Oy. and like 14 knots wins and I'm like oh, that's, that's not my world like I'm not getting into this like no way <laughs> they were like only like I like to go there when it's like I tell the story that like if I'm six a little over six feet tall if I could as long as I could put my hand straight up and touch the top of the wave from the bottom I'll surf it if I can't touch the top wave I have no, in Hawaii <laughs> I have no interest whatsoever because that's a big wave yeah so it was like that and, but Joel like he, I remember he went and he surfed in town like two of the days that he was there for five days he's like yeah I'm not he, he was like why don't you come to town I was like I'm just gonna drive to the other side <laughs> of the island I'm like I'm like five um, I'll end this uh, with one question I ask like everybody if there's any wave in the world that you've surfed in your life that you'd want to surf again what is it and why uh, probably I go anywhere in in the world people surf there uh, with kids uh-huh. girls uh-huh. women's uh-huh. and all men's uh-huh. those four uh, category surfers uh-huh. makes me very relaxed so I go anywhere uh-huh. so like Sano yeah uh, Cardiff Reef uh-huh. Waikiki, uh-huh. you know, but other spot like all the same age group, I don't want to go out because oh, it always make me nervous because they're always like showing off contests Agro. going on. Yeah. But those, you know, kids make me relax, girls make me happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all men always talk to me, you know, yeah. story, telling stories. So anywhere those guys there, I, I, I'd have to go out. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Um, anybody you want to thank in closing? Uh, for my parents. Uh-huh. And uh, Joel Turner always encouraging me to shoot black and white uh-huh. last 20 years. And uh-huh. then Devon Howard and always make me stoke. And then and uh, also uh, my recent, um, I got the job from the um, app, uh, making application uh-huh. called Nobody Surf. Okay. And uh, yeah, they're kind of supporting me oh, that's this awesome. year. So I'm very, very awesome. Very, yeah. Um, Rocky and then uh, yeah and uh, thanks again you know picking me up yeah yeah yeah. well no no thanks for coming over appreciate it (laughs) okay awesome thank you thank you I really want to thank uh, Tatsuo for sitting down with us and uh, talking about his work what goes into it what his inspiration is you know how he got started his work is amazing and I talk about it in the interview but it really for me everything about what he does is exactly what I am attracted to in surfing and it's that beautiful capture of something that's incapturable for me it's you know I think when we leave a lot of those holes for our mind and our bodies to figure out the art it's more interesting than when the art is super crisp you know that's a big thing that I have a problem with like digital photography in skateboarding and surfing and all that like I think it's a bit too much like I think it's too crisp I think you need to leave a little bit to the imagination and to your own personal imprint when you're able to imprint your own personal experience within that piece of art it inspires you more at least it does for me I get more inspired to go out there surfing or skating or whatever but when it's like this you know super high red camera digital shot from a drone it's unrealistic as as beautiful as it may look it's just unrealistic and unattainable and i think that's something that it's it's doing that's that's harming it so to check out more of his work make sure to click the links we have in our episode description uh he's now promoting his book authentic wave which i recommend everybody pick it up 
Uh, you could buy it directly from him. You could buy it in surf shops like Mollusk. A lot of surf shops are carrying it. So he has two signings coming up. The next one is at Dahlia Surf Shop. It's on July 12th in Laguna. So that one's coming up and he'll be there uh, with signing the book, etc. And then the there's one Saturday, July 21st at, in Silver Lake, the Silver Lake uh, Mollusk Shop. So make sure to check that out. And I think the last one is going to be Thursday, July 26th in Cardiff. I don't know where that one's going to be. So follow him on Instagram to figure out where that's going to be. Again, check out his work. Go to his website. Go buy the book. The book is amazing. It's one of the best surf photography books I've seen in a long time. It's it's really inspiring uh, to see it. I'm picking up a copy right away. Uh, but anyway, enough of me gushing about Tattoo. I want to get back to the episode. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 38. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.podbean.com as well as our, our episode description on your iTunes player where we have track listings. And you know you're going to want to know which tracks we're playing because some of these are recognizable, some aren't. I'm really curious how many of them you guys recognize. So with that, let's get back to it, and I'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Peace! Negative mind, pay the snakes who can't rock. 
biggest fan, nine years of age. Broke out cause the swindler took your ducket. No telling on a tool, you might as well suck it. Cause when it comes to 
to cheating, yo, you should know I put fear in the heart, cause it's a heart full of fear, cause what you hear in your ear is something funky and clear, the Hulk was incredible, yo, but Rene was super, but now I'm ruthless, a civilian and not a trooper, but a soldier, with the top ranking, giving dumb material the hell with the ganking, so play like an airplane and just jet, and keep your blood pressure low, cause I'm a threat, cause if not, I'm afraid of the show, that you're a sucker, and you're too nervous to go. Since the 
lyrics are ammo. Rhymes are rhythm, then I'ma give them piano. Bring a bulletproof vest, nothing to ricochet. Ready aim at the brain, and what the trigger say. Tempo's trifle, felt like a rifle. Massage and melodies might go right through simultaneously, like a Uzi, nothing can bruise me. Lyrics let up when ladies say don't lose me. So reload quickly, and you better hit me. Well, I'm letting this beat beat get with me. It's stepping with double no seven, better make it snappy. No time to do your hair, baby. Brothers busting at me, beats and bullets past me, not on target. They want the hard hit, but watch the guard get. Bring up the tongue as a trigger, cause it's real fast. Let on some rhythm at him, let him feel the blast. Penetrated a crazy rate, this ain't the 38. Hit him at point blank range to watch him radiate. Running out of ammunition, I'm done with him. You ask me how I did him, I let the rhythm hit him. I let the rhythm hit him. Let it hit him. Dance floor is dangerous, packed in like a briefcase. Rhythm for real rough, rhyme beats with deep bass. Girls with tight pants, maybe they might dance. Tonight if the R's on the mic, it's a slight chance. The crowd is crucial, MC's grounds are neutral. Now that you're here, let me introduce you. Get ready, I'm hard to read like graffiti, but steady. Science I drop is real heavy. Radiant energy, that'll be the penalty. Dust the third rail on the pain of remedy. The prescription's one every hour. Now it's a habit. You need another hit from the freestyle fanatic. Attention, follow directions real close. Keep out of reach of children. Beware of overdose. Too many milligram. The one made an ill jam. My rhymes is the rhythm. My thoughts will kill a man. Ideas full of air to fear. Might split him. He'll never forget him. He'll rest in peace with him. At least when he left, he'll know what hit him. The last breath of the words of death was the rhythm. Me and the rhythm hitter. 
makes the men all pause. And if you got a woman, she might make you forget yours. There's a five-letter word that describe her character. But her brain's being washed by an actor. And every real man that tries to approach comes a close to comes and gets just like a rope. I don't think I can handle it. She goes channel to channel, cold looking for that hero. She watched Channel Zero. She watched, 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 she Nigga, I'm strong, you be hurt. 
When I sing a LaVert song, I'm storming like Norman, but my name ain't Norm. Biting is a crime, so I'll drop the dime and go on and on to the tip, tip, top. Give a tumor and some humor, cause I am Chuck Rock. When you chuckle, bitch you with a belt buckle and beat you. Eat you with a pig knuckle, don't flex it. Yo, you better hit the exit. You need a value pack, you little anorexic. You'll be yawning in the morning at the crack of dawn to the groove. It's your move, you little pawn, wanna rip it? Cause if it is specific, I'll just say checkmate. Then move the bishop to queen level four. Know what's in store? Sing to the king, then take the boar to the crib. Before she can't think again how I knocked the boots from here to Michigan, I caught up. Man, woman, earth, infinity. is hard, but yet I'm sweet like saccharin. Got the lyrics to take your girl Catherine. To the crib, knock the boots to Japan like the little train. I know I can, I know I can when the boots come back. I knock it to Wisconsin, I'm hot like Bronson. But you know my Johnson is stiff and hard like a diving board. With good suspension like a Honda Accord. I'm like Dennis the Menace when I go to Venice and get a lot of love. But not from tennis, I got a lot of fans and friends. I got an aunt named Ferrari and an uncle Ben's convertible rice. And I'm nice and I'll achieve like Dr. King Cause I believe I'm caught up Man, woman, earth, infinity a month I have to change my number cause these girls want a little lumber always having beef with 9x girls clock me like timex send me nasty letters and post its cards anything to get the boy a little hard is it cause I'm a star that gives effect but then Michael Jackson don't get sex so it can't be that I'm just unique Large, smooth like the barge and the physique is stiff And if you wanna lift up the shirt and the skirt You'll hit a high note like Levert I'm a Casanova Believe me And why are you wearing that itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini You know why? Don't lie I'm caught up Man Woman Earth Infinity Today in Los Angeles, another youth loses his life. Gunshot wound to the head. Street violence is at an all-time high. 
no choking. I'm sleeping with my eyes open, wanted for a homicide ride. The gun still smoking, didn't know what I was doing, but did it anyway. Now the posse's on my trail, they say I'm gonna pay. Run! I had a gun, it's mine, and I packed it. Out with my crew, the boys, cause I'm static. Me and this sucker punk went at it. Bang! Nine automatic hundred job. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I'm the hundred job. Sources say the assailant was 17 years old and lives in South Central Los Angeles. Now I'm on a hideout tip because they're after me. LAPD says they're going to capture me. Was I crazy? I guess I had to be. Because once you kill it, it's instant catastrophe. Your whole life is over. Boom. Forget about your girl, y'all. No way to run, so what you going to do? Be glad it's me, homeboy, and not you, the hunted child. What you gonna do? What you gonna I'm do? the hunted child. I'm only 17, I didn't mean to kill man, but I was slanging and banging for the thrill man when they say kill. Chill, man, but once I pulled the trigger, boy, the things got ill, man. My homeboy dipped out the back fast, left me alone in the echo of the gun blast. Everybody saw my face. I didn't wear a mask. You wanna know my name? Just ask the hundred child. What's it gonna do? What's it gonna do? I'm the hundred child. What's it gonna do? Hundred child. What's it gonna do? What's it gonna do? I'm the hundred child. The science of capitalism, which you teach to the youth on the streets today, with the ends justifying the means mentality, ain't happening. This whole world's after me. Since I was young, I never had a damn thing. At Christmas time, I'd hate to hear the bells ring. Cause in the ghetto, Santa ain't got a dime. Your mother's standing in the welfare line. The way that you survive is crime. My life is over, so I might as well speak my mind. I killed a brother cause the system had me geared to kill. Cause what I call home, you call hell. My ghetto quarters ain't no better than a jail cell. But there's a message in this story that I'm trying to tell. We're just brothers on the streets killing brothers. The system has geared to kill one another. Selling dope to poison each other. The plan of the man, word to the mother. But I'm a sucker cause I fell into they plan. 187, I killed a brother man. My life on earth with hell, you understand? But when I die, I'm going to hell again. I'm the hunted child. I'm the hunted child. I'm the hunted child. The hunted child. Welcome back, everybody. 
This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 38. Uh, hope you guys have been digging the tracks. How to throw in Rakim, Eric B and Rakim. Rakim, I think, is probably the best lyricist in hip-hop of all time. Speed-wise, tempo, what he writes, you know. I always tell people the crazy story I heard on a Michael Rappaport podcast that he heard from someone else where Rakim walked into the studio to record a verse on someone's track and he had his, you know, his total like uh, Dapper Don gear on, uh, you know, the, the Gucci shit, the whole, the whole spiel, and basically opened up his jacket and pulled out this Ziploc bag that had this notebook in it. And in that notebook is basically every rhyme that he's ever written since the early days. And that alone, that book is, you know, is basically the, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls of hip hop, if you ask me. And so I will always play one of his tracks. I'll always put one of his tracks in. I think everyone should listen to him. I got the privilege of getting to see them play recently with uh, Lars uh, from Cayuco's Hot Sauce and uh, Mike Siordia uh, here in LA. And it was just an amazing experience to just see them in person and also to see all the people that came out to see them. So anyway, love me some Rock Him. Hope you guys dug it. But this week I want to talk about Lucy's. So if you guys pay attention to our account, Lucy's is finally done. It's wrapped up and we're having premieres. And the first premiere is going to be this Saturday, July 14th at Happy Battle Surf Co. I want to thank Mark for hosting us. I also want to thank Nicaragua Craft Beer for supplying the brews. We're going to be showing the the film. Uh, we're going to be showing some other video clips uh, that weren't used of the people in it as well as playing uh, some music that you're used to hearing from the podcast. We're gonna have some food there and lastly I want to talk about we have a raffle and this raffle is it's pretty good we're limiting it to 100 tickets and they're $25 a ticket three for 70 and what the tickets are it gives you an opportunity to win three prizes. The first prize is a custom surfboard from uh, Barrett Miller He'll make you a log of your choosing, and that's something we're paying for. The second prize is 10 bars of Cassia Surf Wax, which retails for $180. Basically, in each bar, you get four pieces, so it's a little misleading. I think it's the best surf wax out there. I love it. I use it all the time. Cassia really developed a great product in both the texture of the wax, the smell of the wax, as well as uh, the mold which has these corners that you could pop off that are really good. The warm weather has been, a version of the wax has been perfect for me uh, this summer so far. So I love it and I think it's a great prize. And the last prize is a t-shirt package that we're putting together with Log Wrap uh, that's valued at like $50. So you have a one in 33 chance of winning at least one of the prizes. Those are pretty good odds. I don't think there's ever been odds better than that. And the better part of the raffle is that all proceeds are going to Stoked Mentoring. If you don't know Stoked Mentoring, they're a great organization. I actually did design work for them back in New York in ugh, years ago, uh, almost 10 years ago. 
actually 10 years ago, I think, 10 years ago. And then I've also been a surf instructor at some of their events. What they do is they bring inner city kids uh, surfing, snowboarding, skating, and they mentor them uh, for, you know, life in academia and in the working world. So using surfing, skating, and snowboarding, establishing a foundation of principles of working hard, of being committed, of community, of interacting, is something that they're giving to kids so that they could take that into the real world and specifically when they're trying to get into school. I think it's a really amazing charity. I've always loved doing work for them. Um, Steve, who uh, founded the charity with Sal Masakela, are amazing. I think what they're doing is one of the noblest things because I know growing up for an urban environment, I saw a lot of kids who didn't have opportunities and turn to some bad things but I also saw some kids who turned to things like skateboarding and it saved their lives and enabled them to see the world and you know um, gave them some kind of career goals and stuff like that so your money is going to a good place any any of the money that we're raising from the raffle is going directly to them but I want to see you guys out there on uh, Saturday July 14th the next premiere we're having is going to be on uh, Friday, July 27th at Gladstones in LA, Pacific uh, Palisades to be exact. I'll talk about that again in another episode, but please come down to the San Diego event if you're around. Uh, the video has, you know, people such as Joel Tudor, Cassia Medor, Aaron Ashley, Mike Siordia, uh, Devin Howard, uh, Maddie C, Chris Hall, Barrett Miller, you know, a bunch of people, some of the younger Sano kids. Uh, so I suggest you come and check it out. We have a link to the raffle in our profile on Instagram, and we have links to the uh, Facebook event page on this episode if you look through the description. But enough of that. I want to get back to some tracks, and then I'll be back with some short takes. Peace.
a flame. I hope your middle name ain't propane. Hand me a match to. I'll rap and I'll catch you. Clinging to this heat, swinging to this beat. But understand, you cannot take a big drag. This ain't the smoke that you roll with the zigzag. And what you'll need the vibes to clear your eyes. Talk off the smoke, you'll be in for a surprise. surprise. As the vibration multiplied to a level so intense. My lyrics flow smooth and steady. This is the story of the frost, the legend. The one for which in 1990, I think you're finally ready. Even if you're not ready, lyrics will flow steady. Wildfire, wild style is what you're getting. So screw the demo, let's cut the master. So that it can come out faster. The faster it comes out, the faster you hear it. The faster I'm in my new car, steering it. Spin my wheels, hear the screech of what I teach. For the culture of hip hop I'm trying to reach. With the style of a pyro. The magic I have it and you want the potion So blaze off this craze That is unless your license is revoked Smoke Try to snatch the fat cable I step back like it wasn't no thing Punched him in the jaw with the faco ring I had an ace in the hole when it came to that Yo P, you is packing You know I was strapped The posse kept rolling, it was hard to get with them So I stepped back, number up my late dinner They kept coming just like I figured So I stepped back and started spraying niggas What a way to go out, out like a sucker But I'm on track like a long iron chinger Duck a head on the missing, suckers who be dissing Always on my dock like a snake always hissing Grabbing and tackling me at Luther Van Jones Take me to the bar for the drink and make a toast Giving best whistle to the best of C The E, the D, the O, the L, the O, the L, the O, the L Because I'm housing Because I'm housing Because I'm housing Coon at a party, no better your disco Head filling mellow from a bottle of Cisco Move, 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 move To crush a fry sucker empty like Crisco Every chance I get I try to kill, that's one less sucker new jack who tried to act ill I keep the place jumping to the parties through Whether it's disco, hardcore, or rhythm and blues Take off your coat, why don't you stay a while Check out the voice that is smooth and miles Like Wheel of Fortune, we roll for big money Come co-rock the party and leave with your honey Give me the cue, check one two Don't try to come off on me, because you do do You see me the E double E, like a stepchild Well let me tell your homeboy, you little foul MC You know who you are On the bandwagon YP Cause you a star This is the year that when the jokers are wild When the fat can hack and try to bite the style I get a hip to the scheme Before it happens, if it gets wild Then I'll start capping, but for now Since everything's calm, we'll late to the matter as I drop the farm As I proceed to rock, the girls are clocking Some brothers act hard, but the rest are jocking Because I'm house, because I'm house, I'm house is a world for me Because I'm house, I'm house, I'm house is a world for me because I'm house 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 I'm
I come all strong like a bodybuilder, cast a spell upon a sucker like Witch Matilda. Deliver a rhyme like Federal Express. My tension not the dish. But impressed by ladies and gents who money was spent to see the EP double EMD. Yes, the main event in concert. Not worry about ooze and booze because we do work to make your body jerk. To make your girl wanna leave your man, start the fight with the P. Double EMD, double EM. I'm not skeezing, but pleasing. All party goers, also behind showers who like to not fast, but slow full of rhymes that form in my dome. Out the mouth to the microphone because I'm house. Because I'm housing. 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 Because I'm just conversing with your person, this is just a conversation I'm special ed with a special presentation Hey, I like the place, so for me it's recreation It's not just a job, it's an adventure If worse comes to worse, I've got the thirst quencher But you gotta buy it, don't even try it I don't rhyme for free, no matter how dry it gets I collect my money in sets One before the show and again when I jet So I get mine and I'ma get more Cause I'm financially secure and I'm sure So I don't need your tips or advice Cause I'm too nice for that to rap I'm like a cat, kind of frisky. Battling is risky business. You might acquire dizziness, just like whiskey. Isn't this enough? Oh, you think you're tough? Cookie? I think you better call your bookie. Cause you can bet your life that I'm a player like hooky. On a Friday, this is my day. When I was through, I heard you say, why they diss me like that? I should've repent. Somebody should've said the special ed was the magnificent. The magnificent. I'm the magnificent. 
magnificent with a sensational style And I could go on and on for like a mile a minute Cause I get in it like a car and drive And if the record is a smash I could still survive Cause I'm the man of steel on the wheel that you're steering Or rather playing on the record that you're hearing You might not understand what I'm singing in first So action love, put it in reverse We are back with the Bodega Boat Crew Podcast, Volume 38. Hope you guys been digging the tracks. Like I said, this episode's a lot of these old school golden era hip hop songs. Haven't done one of these episodes in a while. I've been kind of leaning to a lot of newer stuff. Uh, so I want to get back to it. And again, with interviewing Tatsuo, I figured this was appropriate time to do this as any. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 38. Check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Check out our page, bodegabordcrew.podbean.com, as well as our full episode description on your iTunes player for track listings, links to things we're talking about. And here's the things that we're talking about this week on our short takes. The first short take is this little feature article over at uh, Surfer's Journal about a cover they did with Mr. Toots. Mr. Toots is a surfer who from the South Shore of Hawaii uh, who is an amazing logger, uh, shaper down there. Anything I've ever seen of him is just like just stunning. Exemplifies the Hawaii style of longboarding but with some California uh, mixed in as well. Uh, they did a cover with him two issues ago and it's I think one of the most beautiful logging shots I've ever seen in a magazine and they in this little piece they talk about you know him how they got it they have a couple of video clips so i think it's worthwhile checking out to see him surfing and how that cover came to be the second short take is this uh, clip that andrea coleman just put up uh today uh which is cut up in a couple of pieces on instagram i think it'll probably show up somewhere else just because it's really good but it's joel tudor tosh tudor tommy coleman jared mel and our boy sean tully uh surfing this little fabio swell over at uh, Malibu. Besides the surfing, which is amazing, of course, if you just consider all those people involved, I love how she shoots surfing because she can make crowded Malibu seem like you have it all to yourself, which is pretty amazing, you know, considering in the summertime, even if it's bad waves, it's crowded as hell. And when it's been good waves like we've had, it's been crowded as hell. Definitely check it out. The link is in our uh, 
episode description as well as our page and see what she shot and uh, the great surfing from those guys. The last short take we have this week is some footage of Jared Mel uh, from the Surf Relic. That was a, you know, a couple of weeks ago. He got second place, I think, uh, but basically from what I heard is that he by far was the best surfer all contest long. And this video really shows that off. I think Jared's approach to logging is really amazing and interesting. And I think what he brings to the table is, you know, what we need, something like it's traditionally inspired with some new to it. You know, a lot of these switch cheater fives he's doing and, st and his style moves. I think there's a nod to the past with it but it's reinvigorated for the present. And I think that's really what we want in, or at least what I want to see in logging, like when it comes to like shapes and surfers and styles and stuff like that, where it's, you could clearly see the lineage of it from the past, but it's not stuck in a past. It's reinterpreting the past for the present and the present situation that's out there. And I think his surfing really exemplifies that. And even though he got second place, there were people talking and saying that he should have got first. Um, Chad did surf his brains out in the final and he, he did deserve the win. Uh, but it's great to see someone's consistent surfing over a whole contest to see how they did. And these are just uh, some, some edits of uh, Jared doing that. But that's it for this episode. Uh, you know, I know it's been a little sporadic, like I said. I'm gonna try to get back on top of it. But honestly, just been working a lot and hanging out with the family and been surfing way more. Summertime, I tend to surf a lot more than the wintertime lately, uh, just cause it's, it's logging season. And you know, I wanna be out there as much as I can. So there's that. And then, you know, with my family, it's getting, it gets, dark later so I'm spending a lot more time with my daughter and my wife and we're going out and doing things and you know we have these extended beach days you know I've been really excited too in that I've been taking our daughter Brooklyn on um, on one of my surfboards in the water and paddling with her and uh, we actually pushed her into like her first like official wave if you will this this past weekend and she had a little uh she had a little wipeout, and the thing that made me really happy, and my wife really happy, is that, you know, she just kind of flipped over on her back on the life jacket and didn't cry or anything. You know, she didn't want to go on the surfboard again uh, in the water, but, you know, she didn't freak out or anything. And I think, uh, yeah, she's going to learn pretty quick, um, and that makes me excited. So that's why, you know, episodes don't come out. Again, this is a labor of love. As much as I have a responsibility to the sponsors and all that stuff, this is the situation. But thank you again for joining me. Uh, thanks for all the support. Please come out and support Lucy's and the raffle we have. Please do. Uh, you know, we have some more projects in the work, but uh, this is something that I was really excited about working on over the last, you know, six months. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, you know, we're not going to release it uh, online and for public consumption probably for another two months. So this will be your only opportunity to really see it. Uh, but I'll leave you with our famous parting words, which are, there's no need to bust a craze on a wave, especially now, especially with the heat, especially with the crowded lineups because of some swell coming in because of these, these hurricanes. Just do your best out there. Have a good time. Try to not get in each other's way. Also just, you know, don't, don't be a wave hog. Like let, let other people get waves, you know, like kind of, you know, don't paddle for every single wave. I used to be really guilty of that and I'm trying to get better about it but you know 
Just go out there and have fun. And hopefully I see you guys out there. Until next time. Peace. I'm the Magnificent.
Me in a transport can I crush on no. Hit the dicky to the rich and the poor man no. Can't let me tell you Say whether you a driver or a walk foot man no. The whole of we live in a this year island no. Tell whether you a driver or a walk foot man no. The whole of we live in a this year island In a the transport connection no. Loud a god I'm a god tell it to the nation no. Can't let me tell you Say your bike it connected To the motor car, motor car it connected uh, to the truck while it took it connected to the engine chain uh, for engine uh, engine uh, number nine we rolling down this a uh, kingston line uh, cause when you polish woman and she will shine this a uh, engine uh, engine uh, number nine 